Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse. Today's episode is episode 85, where Steve and I are going to be discussing the wonderful, exciting world of journaling. Hello, Steve. Hello. 85. I feel 85 today, I can tell you. <laughs> do, do, do you get a special oh, discount yeah. now, now that we've hit episode 85? Can we just walk around with a paper oh, well, and ask, ask for discounts? <laughs> Yeah, is there a is there a discount for senior citizens? You mean yeah, right for senior citizen episodes? Well, because it's episode. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Go to the music store if they they don't even have music stores anymore, do they? Right? There's nowhere. Oh, it's yeah. That that's sort of a dying thing, isn't it? Um, I know a lot of them have closed in UK. I don't know if there ever has been any music stores in this part of the, the world. Kids these days you know, will never know stores. the torture of having to go to a yeah. music shop and flip through racks and racks of stuff yeah. to find something that's worthy. But in any case, that's not our topic it, today. Our topic today is discussing no. the the joys or the horrors of journaling. And I'm going to be in the camp of people that have said they're going to start journaling and I've never done it. I've started it and then I've stopped. I've started and stopped. And I think... That was one of the reasons I got so excited when uh, Sam had posted this article. What, oh, gosh, bless it. What is it called? Let me see. It's called Minimalist Journaling, a fun and effective tool for tremendous habit change by Michael Karozonek. Karozonek, I hope I'm saying it right. I'm glad you pronounced it that. looks like I'm saying it right. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> this, this guy basically created this shorthand journaling a bullet 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 journal system for journaling i guess that's what it is and mm. I, i'm blown away by it he has all the links in it he gives you all the gory de literally gory details of uh, all the things that he's able to shorthand and keep in a small square on his page and it ends up looking like a page of boxes which is great. I got to calculate how many days since I've been alive. Apparently, I've been alive 16,544 days as of episode 85. And we'll see what kind of discount I get for being alive for 16,000 days and change. <laughs> I ran out of digits on the calculator. <laughs> there were not enough numbers, <laughs> LET spaces on the screen. <laughs> Steve's been alive since the Bronze Age and, and it shows. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, so here's the thing. I, I don't want to get caught up in this dear diary stuff, Steve. And I don't know, do you do that? How do you journal? How do, cause I really, I grew up with the whole concept of today I went to the market and yesterday, you know, like how, what is this journaling thing? Can we demystify it, Steve? I, I think, I don't know what triggered me to start journaling now. It's I sort of been doing it seriously um, the last at least five years, at least possibly longer than that. Um, another thing that I will recommend, and again, I'll put the link in the show notes to this one, is Ray Blake's book on journaling. It's a small yeah. Kindle book on journaling. Very easy to read. And it gives, you know, nice, simple, easy um, to read tips. Mm -hmm. Uh, in each chapter and all that sort of stuff and you know how to get started what you need um, to do journaling and 
you know, all the, the essential bits of information, really. Funnily enough, when I first started using the Filofax, because there was no instructions, I was using it more as a journal ah. than as a planner. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was sort of back to bit, back to front, really, in a way. So if you look at those early pages, which, which I still have um, from 1987 uh, onwards, they read more like a journal than a, than a planner. But, uh, you know, so what? But, um, no, in the last, you know, five or six years or so, I I don't know what triggered me to start doing it a bit more serious. I've been sort of half-heartedly doing it, I suppose, at first. Then I read Ray's book and, and then started doing it a bit more sort of consistently. But even then, I really hadn't really got into the groove of doing it on a, you know, a very sort of not regimented or consistent, perhaps. regular yeah. basis. Consistent, that's the word I'm looking for. But certainly in the last um, year or two, I've sort of settled into sort of a, a pattern, if you like, of of how I journal. Um, because of my worsening short-term memory, just even remembering what I did today sometimes is a bit of a struggle. And I can even forget things. So... I have a big page and I don't fill the page. I, you know, I leave plenty of gaps when I'm... So I jot things down in roughly the chronological order in which I did things. Wait, are they... Not necessarily they, to the... Are they jotted on the calendric pages or do you use note paper? What I've actually got is I've got an actual A5, or it's just slightly narrower than A5, planner, day, day per page planner. And all it has is the date at the top and it has the hours down the left-hand mm. side, and it's lined. And I don't necessarily adhere to the exact hours in which I did something, because I can never remember, you know, did I do something at 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock? Well, I can't, you know, can't remember. But in rough sort of chronological order, to help me remember what I did and when, uh, I might even sort of start and work backwards sometimes. So I start with the most recent thing mm. and then work back through the day sort of thing. So I've got, or I might do a little bit at the beginning of the day, actually sort of writing stuff in at the beginning of the day, and then I'll, I won't go near it until the end of the day, and then I'll sort of fill in the gaps of what I've done sort of thing. Um, and sometimes it's each entry, if you like, in a is you know for each topic and what have you might only be you know two or three lines long it it doesn't go into sort of it's not serious writing by any means but there is sufficient information in there for me to understand and be able to recall later you know what I actually was doing on a particular day and you know because quite often I suddenly think, did I do that yesterday or was it the day before? And I have to look back at the journal <laughs> to sort of convince myself that otherwise I do. I end up sort of writing in the same thing again and thinking, no, no, no. Couldn't you have know, done for, that twice, right? Forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't have done it twice. No, don't, don't be silly sort of thing. So um, I quite often, you know, if there's, you know, thoughts in my head that 
I want to express, um, you know, because there's been some, you know, one-off event or something like that, uh, or an event in the news or something like that. I will go into more sort of detail then. Um, so if if it's not a routine type thing, um, then I do go into more detail yeah. and, you know, put down the sort of elements of it. Mainly so that if you if I look back at the thing in say a year or two years time, and I suddenly remember oh such and such oh yeah I remember that, but quite often if I look back on things, um, I amaze myself that um, and I get these memory things come up on uh, Facebook you know where you right. posted something. And then it reminds you on this day, three years ago, four years ago, whatever you you posted about such and such. I quite often think, oh, that was only. I think my in my head sort of thing. Mm. I'm thinking it's only two years ago, and it will come up and tell me it was four years ago or five years ago or something like that. I'm thinking, gosh, that's a lot, of, you know, a lot longer yeah. um, than I I thought it was um, altogether. It's amazing how. Um, time flies by at times and and that's why i find um keeping a journal quite valuable from that point of view is it it keeps you sort of grounded in the sense of you know what's happening and you know what you're spending your time on particularly in my situation where i'm not going out to work every day right. you think so you've gone from you know doing a sort of routine job sort of thing on a nine to five basis or whatever it was and then all of a sudden you're thrown into this somewhat different situation of, you know, having all this free time. And it's almost sort of, you know, you're trying to justify having all that free time. Right. And what do you do with all your time? Because people say, well, what do you do every day? You know, you, you know you're, <laughs> you're retired now. So what, what are you actually doing sort of thing with all this free time? And... It, it constantly amuses me that people think, oh, well, you just sort of sit around drinking coffee and uh, and sort of sit on Facebook all day. Well, no, not quite. <laughs> it might seem like that some days, but now there's plenty of things to do. And, you know, that's where, you know, the, where the, the planner and the journal are two separate things in my case. They could be one, but I keep them separate. Um, from the point of view that the journal is a bound um, planner. Right. And so it, it's easier to um, archive the thing um, at the end of every year. So I get through the whole year and then it's archived and it's, it's put mm. away in the cupboard sort of thing, ready to look back on. Um, and I, I, I differentiate the two with planning is what's happening now and in the future, whereas the journal is what's what actually what actually happened not what you were planning <laughs> right. to do because the two the things can end up being somewhat different as you can well imagine um i, I don't actually ever sit down and um compare the two actually you know what i was planning on doing and what actually <laughs> the difference doing. between I, I right invariably, <laughs> yeah there is yeah it, you know anything can happen in the next half hour i is. think that, that's been <laughs> one of the biggest uh, issues I've had with journaling is that I don't want to sit down and recount my day in terms of what I've accomplished because I've got most of that listed in my calendric planner. 
right? So there's mm. a list of things that I set yeah. off to do in the morning. And now that it's evening, perhaps I haven't ticked every single one of them off, but I have completed a vast majority of them. And to have to sit down and mm. regurgitate that in journal format seems absolutely counterproductive and doesn't add value to my life. Whereas when I'm looking at Michael's format here, it actually allows me, number one, to make use of my month on two pages setup, which normally tends to stay blank on my end other than major travel uh, locations or if there's something being planned that mm. takes over the course of two, three days, that's what those pages get used for. And and now I can begin to see the outline of, of defining every day by one major accomplishment. Even if it was an unproductive day, for example, he's got on his first page, if you ever log into it, you'll see day two of his, well, he, he goes by the days of how many days he's been born, right? So he's been born 10,643 days and it starts off with uh, 43 and then 44. On day 10,644, he says he had an unproductive day. And that's fine, but you've accounted for the fact that there's other things happening in that day. Where you are recording the way you've just described uh, of, you know, you've got it on, on your planner mm. that you've got things ticked off and that's recording what's what's happening. That reminds me almost a lot of um, of timekeeping where you're where you're in a work situation where I, or when, when I was at work, I was always booking my time to, to different um, projects and what have you. And so I ended up in the situation of having to sort of book against different um, product codes and things like that. So it was important to know what I was doing during the day, um, not that I sat down and did it religiously. I, it was just I was making notes on various things. And, um yeah, so that that is a very different sort of situation. I never don't really consider sort of journaling in that respect, though. I, I think if it's as more of a um, not an art as such, but more of a sort of a um, sort of a more descriptive type thing rather than a hard list of topics and what have you. Mm. Um, but I record things like okay, I don't do it. You know, a lot, lot. I know a lot of people have a, a set pattern um, as to what they record. You know, they might record the the weather or the temperatures and stuff like that. I occasionally mention the weather. Um, you know, just write down that it was very windy or it rained very heavily, sort of thing. But I don't make a, a point of um, recording the weather every single day. Right. Um. But certainly, you know, thoughts, you know, my thoughts on what happened from a news point of view. So the news story is one thing. That's that's fact as reported, isn't it? What your thoughts were on that news story or whatever it was um, is another thing. Or let's say for argument's sake, you did something during the day Um you know, so you report that you, you know, reordered your jumpers in in a wardrobe or something like that. That's that's just 
recording that as a fact, isn't it? But to then add to that as to what that made you feel like is an additional bonus sort of thing. I see. Um, yeah. So there's an emotional element, a where, layer of yeah. emotions and feelings that are added on top of the, the tasking. Uh, I really like mm. the way he sort of, he has his own habits that he's tracking. And in this small square space, he's able to track quite a bit because he uses corners and 90 degree angles and 30 degree angles and so on to highlight what are the various portions. So for example, he has how many people he's interacted with during the day. And I think that's wonderful, mm. especially for someone like me that ends up working from home a lot. I have a tendency to cocoon and stay home and not interact with people. And so, so for example, we're doing the podcast recording today. What a wonderful way to record the interaction and say that, okay, well, the last time I'd had contact with Steve was over at episode 84 and that had not taken place for, you know, that's been at least a month since we've done that one. Yeah, more than long, So if long my habit that, like... was to have more interaction or meaningful interaction with people during the year, then this would be an excellent tracker for me to actually see in one quick visual display mm. if I've actually, if I'm meeting those goals or if I've fallen behind and be able to see the advancement of, of that habit. Um, uh, alternatively, it doesn't force me to have to write, this is how I felt about it, right? So it's not necessarily mm. having to force me into this discussion of emotions with a blank piece of paper, but it allows me to take my experiences of wanting to create new habits and superimpose them over a layer of writing that that mirrors my activity without having to get into planning. This has nothing, absolutely nothing to do in planning, but mm. can fit inside my planner. Mm. One thing that um, some people find, they sort of fall off the wagon, as it were, in terms of they stop journaling. They, you know, they start with good intentions, right. you know, January the 1st or whatever. And then it, it sort of, they start off wonderfully well and they're very intensive at the beginning. And it just wanes and by about sort of, you know, March or April, it's sort of a forgotten thing and it gets forgotten. And the longer you leave it, of course, it's then harder and harder to get started again. But I think in my situation was when I first started, I didn't actually worry. OK, yes, I'm using a page per day planner to do my journaling, but... I don't worry if there is a blank page in there now mm. because, you know, sure, I was doing something that day, but if it's not significant, then it doesn't matter. I would sooner um, spend more time writing, you know, fully about one day when significant things happened or something that really good happened rather than some sort you know mediocre stuff just on every day just to fill the page up yeah just, you know it, it's nobody's there's no right and no wrong with this. well yeah and i think that's why we're it's having the discussion totally up to you isn't it yeah and that's why yeah. that's why we are it's, having this discussion because there's your yeah. perspective there's my perspective there's everybody else's perspective yeah. i it what works for me may not work for you and i think that's why we should be having mm. this discussion about the various forms of journaling hmm I know a lot of people also, you know, they, they like to just do 
do some stuff in a completely, you know, that either aligned or plain paper, you know, just ordinary plain paper yeah. type notebook. Yeah. So there's no actual dates or anything like that. They can just write the dates in um, if they wish, um, you know, in the top. Well, just like this gentleman who's using his day, uh, yeah. how many days he's been on this planet as his captain's yeah. log a, a date. Yeah. Right. I mean, literally, he's got a captain's yeah. log reference yeah. that he's making here. But if you do it from that in that sense, then you're not sort of being forced to do something every day. You just write in as and when you want really and it doesn't have to be just writing does it it can be um some sort of you know if you're any good at drawing which i'm not really i can do technical drawing but i can't certainly can't do you know artistic stuff at all to save my life um <laughs> or if it does it it, it won't look pretty uh -huh. okay. um, and the, the, you know the, the you know if you were more art sort of orientated rather than words and things then of course that's another good way of recording um you know things that happened on a particular day or time you know yeah as they say a, a picture says a, saves a thousand words yeah. doesn't it yeah. so um it, it's i don't often end up having to sort of um do any drawings and things in my in my journal i don't tend to think of it in that sense really well i mean there's also um, now we have the the pr uh, portable printer capabilities now the little ones yeah and for people that do the, oh, right the instagramming stuff you know if you want to take yeah. a picture or you have a picture that stands out more than the others for that day you mm. can use the sticky or the sticker backing to make an album yeah. of monthly journals for example journal entries if you've been traveling um and i did this back in 2015 i didn't actually carry take my main journal with me i just used the traveler's notebook to journal in for that seven weeks and i dedicated sort of a single page or double page um to each um day really so i was i write on the right hand side mm. of the view so on the right hand page left-hand side I, I would use for putting tickets or you know things that we'd been to visit and stuff like that as that as a recording right. sort of thing or if I had um, a brochure or something like that from somewhere we visited if need be um, cut out a picture from the brochure and just stick that in you know with a right um, glue stick type thing because that's another easy, you know, if you're not very artist, you know, and you can't create um, artistic stuff, use existing stuff. You know, if you go to visit somewhere, just pick up a couple of, take two copies of the brochure, one to actually keep and read and my own, the other one to, to cut up and do what you want with sort of thing. I do the same with business um, cards, for example. I use a lot yeah. of travel places have business cards right at the front desk and I take that and I use that as... Mm. the impetus for writing where we've traveled and i too when i travel i use a travels journal but i can see how mm. being able to keep track of habits in a daily format like this are not is not really very forceful or very imposing because really all you're doing is tracking how your day's been going in a very it's it's very mm. unintrusive um 
and and for example, remember Steve, we talked about this once was there was a, a planner that I had found that was called a five year planner that had the same day split up yes. into five different yes. um, sections, right? Mm. So January 1st would have five days on it and yeah. so on. And this is another version of that because I could see, for example, using a five-year journal like that with five days on the same page for five different years as a recording of being able to go back five different years in one mm. image, in one sheet. I'm pretty sure I created... Um, a diary insert which has got that feature to it so it's it's actually each day right. is split up into four or five years i can't remember now. i really I'll like that look. concept because it very quickly yeah. allows you to see how you've grown or not grown or what you were doing what changes have occurred over the yeah. course of five years what, in one sheet what was yeah what was happening you know this year compared to right. sort of two or three years ago you know i, I cut the grass today oh <laughs> I got it today as it well. Was two or three, <laughs> two or three weeks later, sort of thing. Yeah, five years later, I'm still what, cutting the grass. <laughs> no, well, no, you, you know, the first sort of cut of the year type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing to think of, really, is, and in this wonderful world, world of social media, where we tend to share everything and anything, I, I don't really necessarily think of my journal as something that I publicly share. Right. Although a lot of people do, of course. Um, and, you know, it's it's something that you're doing for your own good, not necessarily that it has to be, you know, the perfect thing that take so you can take that perfect picture of your journal with your cup of coffee and something else in the picture that ends up on Instagram sort of thing. Yeah, fine, do that if you wish, but don't consider that, that it has to be, you know, super perfect every time. You know, we all have off days. We all have days where we don't really have time to dedicate, if you like, um, to sort of, you know, this sort of stuff that's going to take you longer than just writing a few notes down. You know, because obviously there's a... There is a time um, element to all of this in terms of, um, you know, you, you've got to have the time to d dedicate it to doing it, I suppose. Well, this shorthand that Michael is, is displaying, I think, it, I just, a lot of people have reacted positively towards it, and I can see why. Mm. You're able to record exactly what's happened in that day without having to have the ongoing drama of what do I write next? He's tracking when he woke yeah. up, when he went to sleep, uh, what he's eaten, if he's traveled, if he dreamt, if he didn't dream, if he had a lucid dream, how many people he's interacted with, if he's had meaningful interactions. And I guess there's a few more, like he has bowel movements in there and so on. But but <laughs> you, can, you can track anything that you want to track is basically what this is saying. And I really appreciate that because now I can think about my month on two two page or month on two pages planner yeah mm. where those empty boxes can now get filled up with instances of weather for you example could almost, or, yeah you could almost pre-print the thing couldn't you yeah. and if you did the, the the lettering around the boxes in a sort of a a gray sort of color mm. so it's almost sort of not quite there and then you then write in over, go over the top of the letters in in, in black ink to just fill the thing in, or just colour in the dots right, or whatever right. it is. 
you know that would work like a quite stencil easily, almost yeah yeah so it's almost yeah a stencil would work as well well i um, I, I think it's it's worth trying uh and i'm going to actually give this a try for the month of march i'm gonna pick up hmm. where we are now and see how far i get i'm gonna track different things I think... than he is but i'll make my own key so I dived in with, I don't know why I went for a sort of an A5 page, because it, it quite often it's way too big for what, the amount of stuff that I mm. write on it. Um, you know, I could get away with using a much smaller one, I suppose. But um, in terms of, you know, where do you start? I, I think um, if you had you started off with a monthly page or a month on two pages... And just, you know, jotted some notes and to get you into the habit of doing it right. on a regular basis. That, I think, would be a great start in a way. And, um, you know, you then build yourself up to, you know, sort of go in, you know, we, I, I still tend to traditionally think of the usual sort of diary inserts that we use. Yeah. If you are yeah, going to yeah. have one that's going to have the well, pre-printed I'm just, I'm just looking at my it, pages now, and there, there seems to be... Even look, I'm showing Steve in the in the picture mm. here, but there's a yeah, side there's plenty element. Of space there's in plenty those. of space in the Filofax uh, version of yeah. the month on two pages, and in, including a list of items that you want to highlight for, dated through the month on the mm. side. So I could see yeah. being able to track uh, times when I went to sleep, weather conditions, mm. if I ate certain foods, if I if I drank enough water. And mm. I suppose that's part of the journaling then. Instead of having to say, here's yeah. what I did in narrative form, you're just putting it mm. down in trackable form, in, in hieroglyphics. It, it, it's totally up to you. You know, yeah. you don't have to yeah. have the narrative bit. You yeah. can just keep it to sort of the sort of factual stuff, can't you? The simple stuff for recording or what have you. Right. I'd love to hear what other people do journaling-wise, you know, how detailed they get and, and what their version of things are be interesting to see anyway yeah so we've we've hit our sort of nominal sort of time limit we could talk <laughs> forever more on this topic i'm sure but it'd be interesting to hear what other people think and um, and thank you sam for posting to, us um, that article yeah on planerology we loved yeah. it and uh, we'll take it from there so as usual i asked the dreaded question where can we find you on the internet on the internet, you can find me at planerology.com or planerology on Facebook and throatpunchresumes.com or throatpunchresumes on Facebook. Also, Kareen Tovmasian at Instagram, chasing Mr. Filofax around and giving him a hard time. Where can we find you, Steve? You'll find me in the usual place of filofaxy.com, travelersnotebooktimes.com and Mr. Filofaxy on Instagram, where I must post a few more things this week. And don't forget, folks, if you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like it, subscribe to it, and share it. Mm -hmm.